Welcome to the Strategic Aesthetics Beyond the Physique Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Woodyard. Whether your goal is to dominate the stage or reach a healthy body composition, it comes down to a culmination of habits. Here we're going behind the scenes to see what these habits look like in real life. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Physique Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about why all macronutrients are needed in our diet and why we require a balanced approach to nutrition um, and ultimately why fad diets suck and they are not sustainable. So today I'm here with our co-host, Shelby. Uh, Welcome, Shelby. Hi, thanks for having me again. (laughs) Of course. So we have both seen clients come to us with extreme dieting measures um, coming from either carnivore or keto or Adkins or extreme uh, fasting or or things like that. Um, And a lot of those people get sold on the outcome, but they don't really understand the process or the why behind it. Um, And they get stuck in a position where it's not sustainable or it doesn't work at all. Um, So Shelby, do you have any examples of people that you've worked with? Yes, I the, we don't have to name drop here. Yeah, right? no, no, I would never. Um, the the one that's most common that I get is probably carbs. Like yeah. people come to me and they're either on keto or you know something similar, and they're like, "Oh, I have carbs in my meal plan. Like I thought carbs were bad. I thought carbs were the enemy." Yeah. And I'm like, "No, no, we need carbs. Like they're not essential, but they're still important, and they still." have a functional role when it comes to nutrition. So you yeah. should absolutely be eating carbs. Yeah. It doesn't mean you have to go, you know, eat all all of the cakes and stuff like that, but you should still have like a... A balanced uh, approach. A, exactly, a balanced approach. It's more sustainable. Yeah, we can't go removing any macros entirely or removing food groups just in general. Um, that can lead to things like... I feel like binge eating. I'm not saying everybody's oh, going to do it, but if you take something completely out of a diet, you're going to crave it. It's just what happens, yeah, and then you end up overeating it. micronutrient deficiencies, too. Like, if you don't have a very diverse diet, you're going to be mm-hmm. short in some micronutrients. So um, what we're going to do today is kind of break down each macronutrient and the importance um, of each one and why we require that um, in our diet. So um, before we do that, We'll make an, it's important to mention that your body weight is a indicator or it, it's fluctuated and um, impacted by your energy balance over time um, and the macro breakdown of that energy balance. So what you consume and being in a positive energy balance, meaning a surplus, eating more than you are burning, will increase your body weight over time um, and the opposite is also true Um, there's some things that can fluctuate this process um, like insulin and and fiber and and stuff like that but ultimately what's going to have the biggest impact is your total calories over time and then the macronutrients of that caloric intake so um, protein let's start with that yeah so protein is super important for muscle maintenance and growth what protein does is it is it helps with muscle synthesizing so basically those amino acids help um repair the broke down muscle um it also helps with 
feeling satiated and managing weight. So protein makes you feel more full. If you don't feel full, what do you crave? You crave all the sweets and all the good stuff if you don't have enough protein in your diet. So Yeah, so the protein is the amino acids. So they're the building blocks of our bodily tissue. So all of our organs are currently or constantly in a state of turnover. So whether it be our heart and lungs or our skeletal muscle or our bones, um, all of those tissues are breaking down and require amino acids to be you know, put back together and repaired um, new cells. And we require those amino acids. So they are quite literally the building blocks of life. So we require protein. And if you are a active person, and especially if you're in the weight room, you're requiring a little more protein because you are you're growing muscle, you're stimulating hypertrophy, and that's going to require a little more protein synthesis. Yeah, and I I noticed too, like when I'm, like, I mean, I know everybody's different, but specifically when I'm feeling hungry, I immediately, like, I'm like, I want carbs so bad. Yeah. But if I'm not hungry and I have enough protein in my diet and I'm following my meal plan, I'm like, oh, I'm cool. Yeah. You know, so it really can help with weight management and feeling satiated. And so from a requirement perspective... Um, there are essential amino acids. And what that means is that we cannot produce this on our own. It has to be consumed in the diet. So there are nine essential amino acids, and those must come from the diet. So protein is a requirement in our diet. And then it also helps with physiological functions and overall health. So like you said, proteins are building blocks for our entire bodily functions, including hormones and things of the uh, immune system and um, physiological function, metabolic processes, overall well-being. So protein is something that you should absolutely be eating on a regular basis. Yeah. And it depends on what study you look at and what coach you talk to, et cetera. Um, But a gram to a gram and a half per pound of body weight is a good place to live. Um, There are some things that would tell you that about a a gram per pound of lean, lean tissue is enough. Um, and I think that that is a good number to stimulate muscle growth, et cetera, but there's also something called the thermic effect of food. So the, when you get more of your diet from protein, more of those calories aren't going to be stored as body fat. So there's some body composition benefits to getting above one and a half or above one gram. Um, and then also the phase that you're in is going to change that up a little bit. So if your calories are higher, you will require a little bit less dietary protein. Um, but if you are in a deficit and you're cutting, you will require a little bit more protein to, um, hold on to that lean tissue. So let's, uh, let's talk a little bit about fats. I think we got the point. You need some protein. (laughs) Um, yeah. So fats, I feel like people are kind of scared of too, because they think they're bad, but they are necessary. for certain things. Um, So fats help in energy sourcing and nutrient absorption. So they serve as concentrated sources of energy that support different bodily functions. Yeah, and there's certain vitamins and minerals, so like A, D, E, and K, those are going to be fat-soluble vitamins, and and those require dietary fat to be absorbed and then stored in the fat. So when you consume dietary fat alongside those, it's going to have better nutrient absorption. it's important to indicate that we're looking for omega-3s and omega-6s fats here. We're not really looking for those trans fats or the meat mm-hmm. fats. So stick to your fats from your avocados and, and your oils, like your avocado oil, your olive oil. 
um, macadamia nut oil, um, nut butters, things like that. Those are going to be good sources of fats. Don't get your fat from the meat. Um, stick to your leaner cuts. Yeah, because those are so those are your essential fatty acids. Those, like your cell membranes are made up of those fatty acids also. So it, fats can also play an important role in your cell function too. Yes. Which in turn is you know like kind of your whole being. Yeah, your <laughs> like whole you, body's you're made, made up cells, of cells. So, so like yeah. yeah. So um, let's again talk about the new, the requirement for it. So there are essential fatty acids. Um, and we require those from our diet um, as they cannot be synthesized in the body. Um, fat is also an energy source. Now, it's not a direct energy source like carbohydrates that is released into the bloodstream as glucose. Um, it actually requires gluconeogenesis to occur in the liver. So um, your liver will take those fatty acids and they will it will essentially perform what's called gluconeogenesis and create glucose from those fatty acids. And it will do the same with protein as well. Um, but when you consume protein, most of that goes to repair the bodily tissue. So your fats is going to be used for um, your cell structure, your cell membranes, hormone health and regulation, um, and then also as an energy source. I think... Uh, pretty much covered it there on the fats and i just want to like hormone production okay too. right yeah excuse me no you're fine yeah so they're involved in the production of hormones including steroid hormones and those hormones typically play critical roles in bodily functions like you said with metabolism reproductive health stress responses so fats are those essential fatty acids are important for an overall balanced nutritional approach as well yeah, so if you're crashing your fats, you're likely going to crash some of your androgens, some of your natural, your mm -hmm. testosterone, and estrogen, etc. So, yep. Um, all right, the big scary ones, <laughs> carbohydrates. Carbs. Okay, before we get into it and get into a technical conversation, um, carbohydrates, from an essential standpoint, is not an essential nutrient because there is no essential carbohydrate and because of the process of gluconeogenesis, we can generate our own glucose from fats and protein. However, it is indeed our primary prefer or preferred source of energy as well as provides a source of fiber, which is extremely important for gut health and serves as a prebiotic for our gut microbiome. So from a essential standpoint, it's not essential being that we can produce energy from other sources, but it does provide fiber, which is essential um, for our gut biome. All right, so let's, now that the disclaimer's out. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so carbs are the body's preferred source of energy. They are broken down into glucose, which helps fuel physiological processes, and it helps us get through our days. Like, carbs are the thing that's going to give you the energy to get through your daily tasks that you have. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people don't realize, obviously, because they're scared of them. And then they don't eat them and they feel bogged down and they're like, I don't know why I'm so tired all the time. Well, yeah. Okay. So carbohydrates, when you consume them at the lips, it starts digesting. And then as soon as it gets into the gut, um, well, even before that, some of them even in the stomach, if it's a simple sugar, is releasing the bloodstream as glucose. So the higher it is on the uh, glycemic index, the faster that glucose is going to be released into the blood. 
Um, so you can use the glycemic index to determine sources of foods and, and how fast it's going to be released. Um, but when you consume that carbohydrate, it is then released into the bloodstream as glucose. Now, that glucose, depending on the level, is going to require a transport hormone called insulin. So when you eat carbohydrates, your pancreas is now signaled to release insulin, which goes and grabs that carbohydrate, that glucose from the blood, and it takes it to adipose tissue and working muscle cells. So it's actually going to take that glycogen and take that to the uh, tissues that need it. Um, so why is this important? It's important that we use carbohydrates in the right time and in the right context. So if we're eating a ton of carbohydrates right before we go to bed, for example, then that insulin is grabbing those carbohydrates and storing it in adipose tissue. But if we're using those carbohydrates to fuel a workout right before or post-workout, then nutrient partitioning is increased and more of um, that glucose is going to be transported to be stored as glycogen in the muscle and used during that workout. So when we consume our carbohydrates, it's about using them properly um, and our overall total load of carbohydrates. So you want to continue? Yeah. What about brain function? Yeah, yeah so brain function is a really important one too. Um, you know this. I know this. Prep brain is totally a thing. When your carbs are cut, your brain literally does not function properly. You're like on another planet sometimes. So um, when it comes to brain function, your brain relies heavily on glucose for energy, and that happens with a consistent supply of carbohydrates. So if you want to function at an optimal cognitive level, then you should be eating regular or eating carbohydrates on a regular basis in your nutrition program. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then all of this comes down to a consistent approach to and tracking mm -hmm. things. So um, just saying some's good, more is better is not always the case in the case of nutrition. Finding how much works for you um, is really the sweet spot. But the the number that works for you is most likely not zero. That's kind of the point here. Yeah. Um, okay, so also carbohydrates are going to be a source of dietary fiber, um, which is going to aid in digestive health. So you have soluble and insoluble fiber. So your insoluble fiber is going to form a gel on the inside of your gut, and that is what the gut microbiome is going to feed off of. So it serves as a prebiotic that allows your gut microbiome to, to be healthy. Um, you've also got insoluble fiber, which is going to grab stool and help move it through the intestines and help move things uh, along through your digestive system. So we require both of those. Um, fiber does not necessarily have calories. Insoluble uh, is about two calories a gram. Um, and, and soluble is about two calories per gram. And insoluble, rather, is, is no calories. Um, but they're important not just for energy, but for health of the, the digestive system. So um, a good place to start is about 15 grams of fiber per um, thousand calories and find what works soluble and insoluble for you. Yeah, because everybody's different with that too. Just yeah. because a certain amount of fiber works for one person doesn't mean it'll work for someone else. Like I know people who are on the same amount of fiber, but one of them is like super backed up and the other one's having some other digestion issues. So it's really important that you recognize what your happy medium is. 
Yeah, and if you don't have any idea how much fiber you're eating, that's a good place to start. Yeah, track track it. Start figuring it out. Yep. Yeah, meal tracking. Uh, that's kind of the ideal tool for nutrition. So, um, fad diets are out there, and they're out there to sell you um, because what they'll do is they'll sell you an outcome without an understanding of the process. Um, and it's, it's kind of the black eye, of the fitness industry, in my opinion, mm-hmm. because uh, here's the thing. Here's, here's what keto does is it says you'll drop however much weight in however many days. And they're not wrong necessarily yeah. because if you cut carbs completely, you're, you're dropping water. Yeah, exactly. Like things are going to happen, but it is absolutely not sustainable. And like we just said, if you cut carbs completely, like how are you getting your fiber? What does your gut health look like? How is your digestion? Like you still have to have all of those things for it to be a balanced program. Yeah. And then if your gut health is diminished, then Mm -hmm. you're not actually absorbing the nutrients you're eating. Just because the fad diets are getting you quick results doesn't mean they're sustainable. And it doesn't mean it's something that you will stick with. Yeah. And there's a reason why physique competitors are able to maintain a physique for years on end and compete show after show after show. Because they have a balanced diet. Yeah, because they have a diet that includes all three macros and they adjust things for what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, so all in all, all macros matter. We need protein. We need carbs. We need fats. We just need them in the right amounts and in a monitored and calculated approach. Um, Fad diets are just that. Um, they're not for health at all. Um, and ultimately a lot of times they'll end up putting you in a worse position than you were to start. So, um, take a balanced approach to nutrition, track all of your macronutrients and make adjustments. Um, don't get rid of anything. Yep. So thank you everybody for listening to this episode of beyond the physique podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Trevor W training. You can find Shelby at shelbyvaca.fit <laughs> all right and you can also apply for coaching at strategicaesthetics.com. have an awesome week thank you guys thank you for listening to this episode of beyond the physique podcast if you enjoyed this and would like to hear more like it be sure to subscribe you can also find me on instagram at trevor w training on youtube at strategic aesthetics on Facebook, Trevor Woodyard, and you can also apply for coaching at strategicaesthetics.com.